Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. And you notice I have my Netroots t-shirt on, getting ready to prepare for our great production and radio row in Pittsburgh. So we're going to be coming with a GoFundMe pretty soon. Hey, folks, anyhow, how are you doing? Anybody's watching the hearings? I mean... Wow, that's all I can say. Wow, those people who don't want to see the truth, they choose not to see the truth. Eric Hay says, hi all, E2247 is here in the house. AC Rodriguez says, yo, uh, E2247 gives us a link. Peggy Lopez is in the house. Shiva Las Vegas says, hi Mr. Willies. Shiva, Shiva, we're family. Egberto, no Mr. Willies. Egberto, I am trying not to feel too old. Egberto, thank you. Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. She said, afternoon, PDR Posse. Welcome, Yvette, our beautiful Yvette. E2247 in the house, AVQ in the house, and AVQ has a stuff, a ton of stuff for us today. All right, AVQ, let's get busy. Michael Rudnan says, I don't usually share from the daily, f- uh, the daily fail, but this is where the Republican Party is heading from the article. Missouri GOP leader says he's contacted cops over Senate hopeful Eric Guyton's campaign video joking about hunting rhinos and suggests... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Scandal plague ex-governor needs psychiatric help. He does. Missouri Senate leader Celeb Rowden took him at ex-governor's Eric, took aim at ex-governor Eric Reitens. Rowden and Grydens needed help after he posted a controversial campaign ad. The gun-wielding ad urged Grydens supporters to hunt moderate Republicans. Rowden slammed the Senate hopeful, saying someone with multiple accusations of abuse toward women and children should avoid such rhetoric. Amazing. Michael Rodden says, Chris Hayes at All In. I saw this one, uh, Michael has a worthwhile follow-up for after the show, sees this as part of the larger pattern within the right-wing bubble, and says this ad includes what appears to be a right-wing dead squad. Exactly. Michael Ronald also says, The Guardian UK, Donald Trump, plotted fake elector scheme, January 6th panel set to show. Committee also expected to probe Trump pressure on officials. I'm not going to read this one because a lot of folks already have been watching the hearings. Thank you, guys. If you haven't, Rodnan has a great link for you. He also comes in the independent UK. Justice Sotomayor warns Supreme Court continues to dismantle the wall of separation between church and state. We're covering that one in one of my articles. Not my article, but one of the articles. For, I think it's from the New York Times. So uh, let's you get it from the independent. I think I got it from somewhere else. We'll talk about it. Then NPR. Texas GOP's new platform says Biden didn't really win. It also calls for secession. Republicans showing yet again 
that they don't care about their people. Their, plat their party platform is devoid of anything that is actually tangibly improved their people's lives. Not that we have a not that we haven't had a civil war about this already. Y'all lost. Just a reminder. However, let's humor them for a moment. Ask what would secession require? Armed revolution or consent from the other states? Texas would also have to compensate any citizens who want to leave their property and their time. Forcibly expatriating our fellow Americans is out of the question. So revolution flat out impossible. As the Department of Defense is basically an occupying force already in their state. Texans forget that all those military bases aren't actually theirs. Consent from the states? Sure. I guess Texas Republicans could annoy the rest of the country into letting them go. Actually, that might work. Only downside, the Republican Party would never get a majority position in our federal government ever again. P.S. Have to wonder why the America First crowd is always trying to tear our nation apart. That is so true. But the other thing is, Texas is a dependent state on government as well. Don't let the numbers fool you that says, okay, they, are, they put in almost as much as they take out from the federal government. You look at the federal bases that we have here and the, generation, the, the income generation that occurs from those guys. Take out Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio. Take out Fort, uh, Fort uh, uh, not Bragg, Fort... Um, Fort Hood in Killeen, Texas. I can tell you about these big guys. You take them out and Texas is in trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hay says, question is solar panels getting breaks on tariffs from Biden administration where most are manufactured in the Far East? Does this make sense? Um, if we're not manufacturing it because of what our our private sector did by exporting all the jobs and not making TVs, not making any of these products. Sometimes we don't have a choice. This is one example of bad policy in the current state. Okay, let's see, mister. You like to bring these subjects. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Jigs up to attack Biden, Mr. Hayes. I get it. I get it. You need to find something to make Republicans seem like they're doing something positive. All right, we ceded manufacturing to China long time ago. It was the job of Republicans. It was the job of neoliberal Democrats. We have exported our jobs overseas. We don't even make um, enough microchips here, brother and sisters. Brothers and sisters. So therefore, China blows hard or Taiwan blows hard, and we can't manufacture cars. Is that insane or what? But that is what offshoring has done. You know, you guys like to talk about let the private sector take over. Yeah, it's a lot more efficient when everything works to go to find cheap labor. And, and you know, you go find cheap labor. That's fine. It's efficient as hell. You know, a Vietnamese or a Chinese can do just as much work as an American getting three or four or five times their salaries. The difference here is the differential is not made up by charging us just cheaper prices. The differential is made up by all that money going to the CEO executives and the shareholders. 
I reiterate, until we are capable of manufacturing these things in-house, why should we pay a tax? A tariff is a tax not paid by China. It's a tax that you pay. You know, everybody talk about, let's put tariffs on all these products, right? Again, tariff is just another tax. And when the tariff is collected, it doesn't go to China. It goes right back to the United States government. Why can't people see this? Está bien, está bien, está bien, está bien. Okay, continuing. Uh, reading his message. This is one example of bad policy in the current state. Why are they messaging now they have done all they can do and they think this is going to seat, uh, win seats in Congress come November? Well, based on the way you speak, Mr. Hayes, you would love them to lose the seats. So you should be happy if they're doing things that are going to lose us seats, right? Blaming things and not bringing solutions is not the answer. I have the solutions, right? We have the solutions. We can cure inflation right now by nationalizing the oil companies, making sure that everything that is of absolute need to, to, to uh, the American people that is, not, uh, is nationalized, meaning health care, meaning oil, meaning pharma, nationalize those. Everybody has a basic income. And then going forward, you, you want to open your pizza shop, free enterprise reigns. You want to open your grocery store, free enterprise reigns. But for those staples, nationalize, and then all is well. People like to scare you. Oh, that's socialism. It's not. It's smartism. It is acknowledging the fact that prices like these that you see on the screen right now, prices like that is what corporate greed does. Prices like that is taking money directly out of your pocket and putting it into the pocket of rich, rich people. I'm going to keep that on the screen for now. All right, let's continue here. Uh, Peggy Lopez says, hi all, coming soon to America. Outraging Brazil as female judge bans pregnant 11-year-old uh, rape victim from having an abortion. Amazing, huh? Eric Hayes says, Mr. Egberto. Ha, 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 Eric. I don't need the Mr. Shiva says, I respect you and, and, and Miss Shiva, or rather Shiva. I, I, I call you Shiva, you call me Egberto. I respect you too, you know. Respect doesn't come in names, although there are times that, you know, I, I still say sir and ma'am and all of that just because of how I was reared. But I, we earn respect from, you know, what we do, I hope. Bridge MCP says, hi all. Maywood says, hello, PDR Posse. How is everybody today? Everybody's doing fine. Peggy Lopez says, Egberto, I have felt uh, too old since some strange woman told me I was too old for pink hair. I said to her, I had pink hair because I am too old. Then she walked. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Peggy Lopez. I would love to see a picture of you in pink hair. Send me that picture. Let's everybody in the PDR Posse see our beautiful, beautiful Peggy Lopez pink hair. Come on, take a picture with that camera. Send it to info at politicsdoneright.com. So I can put it up right now or just go ahead and send it via Facebook or whatever, you know? And then let me know when you send it and I'll put it up there for everybody to see you. AC Rodriguez says, this type of behavior was addressed by Bowl of the Fifth Column 
with his video on the boyfriend uh, law with guns. People like that should not have guns in your possession. Hey, I read your bowl stuff yesterday. Um, uh, Michael, I, I enjoyed it. Select committee renews request for information from Representative Laudermilk. Yes, and he should comply. Eric Hayes, gosh, just said 2022 over the already please being a disaster. We'll see what happens. I still think there's time for uh, the progressive Democrats to teach the neoliberal Democrats to get on board. Okay, Biden will invoke the Defense Production Act drive to drive U.S. manufacturing of solar panels and other clean energy technologies in the future with the support of loans and grants. That would be good. I didn't know that, though. I, that's news to me. AC Rodriguez says, Eric Hayes, he is not a radical as it gets. I am to the left of him on guns and other issues, and I'm some random on the internet. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Eric Hayes says, no, 2008 to 2016, Dem was president. Okay. Which was a good thing. That's what. That's the economy that held up Trump, remember? Obama's economy is what Trump ran on. Remember, Trump got the benefit of Obama's economy. Don't dare forget that. All right, Lynn Halsey Taylor says, we have an incompetent White House with woke hires. Okay, Lynn Halsey Taylor. Please tell me specifically what makes this White House, in your opinion, uh, incompetent. I mean, I look, I don't think they're doing... All things the best, but incompetent. The only White House that I can define as a severely incompetent White House was that of President Trump. And every time you hear more about President Trump, it is quite easy to see why. Rodnin says, just remember that radical means to get to the root of the problem. Conservatives love definitions until they find one that doesn't work for them. A.C. Rodriguez replying to Halsey says, I'd rather be woke than sleepwalking following an authoritarian. I agree with you, A.C. Rodriguez. Ill Taylor replies, Brandon is biggest fraud and ripoff of the working class in 100 years. Don't just parrot statements that the right wing that you read on right wing rags or that you hear on TV Lynn, you know, I, I wrote an article today on Medium, right and I want to, I want to show you guys what I put on, and guys follow my Medium, please go ahead and go to um, go, let, let me go ahead and tell you guys how you can actually subscribe to Medium uh, I, I would love for you to actually for the, look if you go to Medium and read my articles at Medium, and if you actually uh, subscribe, you can get, I think it's something like five bucks a month, you get to read thousands of authors, not only mine, subscribing with my link, you can go ahead and read thousands of authors. authors. So please consider going to subscribe to me at Medium. And how do you get there? Así mismo. That's the link to go to Medium. But what I want to show you guys, right, is I want to go to um, I want to go to Medium, and I want to uh, show you the article that I wrote this morning. Cause I, I gave I gave you guys some good praise in my my Medium article. This this is what I said the, the item that I said. My politics done right progressive political program has great listeners of every stripe. I invite progressives 
conservatives, right-wingers, uh, liberals, anarchists, socialists, democratic socialists, republicans, democrats, and everyone in between to join the discussion. Everyone has... I have interviewed many of my own listeners who have something they believe needs to be on air or get more exposure. The important thing about the program is truth. Many of my conservatives and right-wingers are mainstays. To many, they are thorns in the side. To me, they are an audience that I can use my influence on, not necessarily to convert them, but to plant seeds or even have them, in many instances, vote in their own interests. So as you can see, I respect every single one of you. Absolutely every single one of you. All right, continuing reading your information. Let's get busy. Just a reminder. No, that's from, from I read that one already. Um, let's see. Melanie Keelan says, hello, I'm here. Welcome, Melanie. Breach says, name a few frauds, please, with a link. It's how we do here. Thank you, Breach, for letting it be known that what we like are truths. Sister Jan says, Brandon can't keep tampons on the shelf. He could run an oil company. All right, let's, let's talk about tampons on a shelf. Um, you know, I am not a squeamish person, so I can talk about, you know, I've had to go buy my wife when she used it, uh, tampons. My daughter bought her tampons and all of that stuff. So, I mean, I, 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 I think one of the things Sister Jan wanted to do is kind of gross us out. It's just a regular human thing, so there's nothing, you know, other than it's a human thing. But I might remind you that the presidency has nothing to do with keeping tampons on the shelf. That has everything to do with the private sector's failure. Just like the failure of the oil companies to give good priced oils. Actually, it's not a failure of them. It's them showing their evil ways. It's them showing that they're nothing but thugs in ties and suits. So, Sister Jan, thank you for giving me the opportunity to remind Americans that the people who run most of this country right now are corporations and what they have proven as they screw things up is that they don't come close to running things as well as government has. The biggest part of the government is its social services. And guess what? Whether you like to admit it or not, everybody gets their social security checks on time. Everybody gets their Medicare, not Medicare Advantage. Everybody who has Medicare can see the doctor of their choice. Not Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage is a fraud. And even if it's working for you today, it will fail you tomorrow at the point you need it most. Remember, you're warned here. Anybody who's listening to my voice that decides to take Medicare Advantage over Medicare to save a few hundred dollars, you will more than you will pay orders of magnitude that as you get sick later on in life. All the nice J.J. Walker convincing you or, or, or the former, uh, or the former uh, football player, Joe Namath, trying to get you to buy 
these things, ask yourself, why do they need to put those guys out there to fool you into buying something that ultimately will be bad for you? My sink is leaking friggin' Brandon. What is what you people? <laughs> there you go, Breed. Breed is getting bad. Forma is nationalized as CDC is rubber stamp org for Pfizer. Um, if you if if you think that is nationalization, Hayes, uh, my brother, I suggest you get a dictionary. All right, Tank Murdoch. Brandon is proof that we should defund the government. Hmm, let's see. I guess you don't want your Social Security, Medicare. I guess you don't want to solve the... I mean, I guess you don't want us to be defended by the... You know, you guys are so funny. I must say myself, you guys are funny. Because you don't make rational sense. Come on, man. You guys are better than that. Come on. I know you're better than that. Michael Rodney says, Tank, just remember that government regulations, community organizing, and union collective bargaining are the only bastions against unfettered corporate power creating a dystopian totalitarian state. And people like you keep picking away at those bastions. And at the end, when they're caught, they're like, how did this ever happen to me? How could this happen to me? Tank, Murdoch, unaffordable gas and grocery prices, baby food and tampon shortages, plummeting stock market. This is incompetence. I agree. For once, Tank Murdoch and I agree. Unaffordable gas, unaffordable grocery prices, unaffor- uh, a, a baby food that's hard to get. You have proven what I've been saying all along. A greedy private sector is a clear and present danger to us all. Because they are the ones responsible for all of that. Thank you, Tank. Finally got you on board. We fi- Hey, Bridge MCP, guess what? Tank agrees with us. The private sector has screwed up royally, and he said that is incompetence. He's right. He's absolutely right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You, you finally get it. All right, Bridge MCP says, Lynn Halsey Taylor, here, Paige, is Frake. Sister Jan, exactly what does Biden have to do with Tampa? She couldn't tell you. Tank Murdoch, Obama threw the working class under the bus with the same failed policies and economy. Well, you know, I wasn't fond of Obama's Obamacare because I wanted, at, at minimum, a public option, which by now would have turned into Medicaid for all, Medicare for all. But, unfortunately, the forces in the Republican, the Democratic Party, and by the way, I like to tell, I like to tell my Republicans this. You guys had nothing to do with how, how uh, the Medicare, uh, uh, Obamacare was not as good as it should have been. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault that you guys tried to be obstructionist. wasn't that at all. We had the necessary votes to do whatever the hell we wanted to do to make Medicare, uh, to make Obamacare as good as we wanted it to be. But too many Democrats, the neoliberal Democrats, were on the take. They were on the take to the insurance companies, to the pharmaceutical companies. Hell, Manchin's daughter worked for well, whom again? Oh my God, the company who makes the EpiPen. The one that went from 100 bucks to 700 bucks? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Okay, let's see what we got here. 
Uh, Eric A says, Maywood and toilet paper. Wonder how that market is now. Yeah, pulp wood going up in price. So, so is toilet paper. You keep, you, you, these corporate, well, we're going to talk about raising prices in a minute. Let me run through these things before, ah, you know what? Oh boy, shouldn't my ears on this one. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyhow, Tank Marduk Brandon is responsible for a failed supply chain. Oh, wow. Let's see. Uh, you know, I, and folks, you know, so why am I going to answer Brandon here? Because I think I need to answer that one. Because everybody's going to say, oh, the government had something to do with the, the failed supply chain. Supply chain uh, is simply getting your products from point A to point B. A lot of our supply chain problem comes from China for two reasons. One, we decided to, ma- and, and I got to repeat this one because there are a lot of, there are a lot of people who haven't heard this before. But here's this. Supply chain. American corporations, private sector, in their ultimate wisdom, infinite wisdom, decided to export American jobs because the American worker wanted too much money and they could pay a third of that by going to China, going to Vietnam, going to the Philippines. So they went and offshored all our production overseas. So therefore, the supply chain wasn't just from Minnesota to some factory in the United States. The supply chain now came all the way from overseas. In their infinite wisdom, what else did they do? They created a procedure called just-in-time inventory, which means they didn't keep three or four or five months of inventory. They kept just a couple weeks inventory or something like that, and which meant your ships had to be on schedule. Your ships had to be in different levels of that ocean, coming to the ports just in time to land. And as soon as that product landed, it went into manufacturing. No problems, right? If everything is working smooth, it's great. But, uh, you know, for that one time that that, that that private sector got to accumulate all that money from liquidating that inventory and going into just-in-time inventory... Oh, we were able to make a few more bucks. We are so smart, the private sector. The supply chain problem is not a Biden problem. It's not a government problem. It would not have been a Trump problem. The supply chain problem is caused by greedy, very greedy uh, corporations who decided to run as efficient as they could And the efficiency that they ran with was extracted as profit for the few. And as soon as there's a hiccup, you got a supply chain problem. And if you have a pandemic, you have a huge supply chain problem. And then what else happens? When you have that supply chain problem, they jack the prices up. And the same people who screwed you to have the jobs overseas, to have just-in-time inventory... They're the ones who profit too. It's like the oil companies. They shut down, they shut down manufacturing oil uh, or uh, refining oil. They shut it down. All right? Now, we know forecasting says we're coming online. Naturally, what would a, an efficient company do? One that works supposedly better than the government, they would start bringing these lines online. Did they do that? No. But there's a, there's, there are two answers here, though. They didn't bring the, the refineries online so they can lie and say, we have less supply. But if I, like I said yesterday, people have just bought them out two, using 2% less hydrocarbons. 
but the price of hydrocarbons have gone through the roof. Nobody has any problem finding gasoline, diesel, or anything, but the it's the grandest ripoff. And because we have been trained to accept what corporate corporations tell the mainstream media and the mainstream media just regurgitates it and you believe it as opposed to believing the common sense info that I'm giving you here, some of you that is, that's what it's all about. So, sir, the supply chain is a failure of the public, of the private sector. The private sector once again screwed up. All right, continuing. Uh, Sister MCP, you know Sister Jan, if not... <laughs> anyway, let's go. Tom C. says, Medicare for all, E2247 says, and Tom C. says, 95 degrees again here today in mid-Michigan. Global warming is USA, has USA boiling. Too late to stop devastating effects of fossil fuel emissions. Would secession keep all that hot air from coming from Texas? Nope. It won't keep all that hot air from coming from Texas. You are stuck with the hot air until we get more progressives in power to do things right. Holy City 2012. Cash has zero value without taxes and government. Holy City, you are a smart person, whoever it is that you are. Thank you. All right. Alistair Eve is in the room. Alistair Waters, welcome aboard, my dear girl. Tax Murdoch says, Brandon can't ride a bike and Kamala is clueless. Oh, okay, he fell. You know what's so funny? When I've been waiting for Biden to fall for a long time. I clip into my bike. And anytime you have an audience and you forget to clip out, it's like, ew, bam. This is very common. Egberto, mind posting this one on the screen? Eight of ten worst days of the stock markets under Trump. Of course. I wonder why. There it is, guys. There it is. 10 of the, I saw that one already, but 10 of the worst stock trading days occurred under Donald J. Trump. For anyone who's not wanting to believe those things, there's your answer. Thank you, brother, brother Trump. I'm, you heard me calling Rudden Trump. All right, continuing, 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 continuing. I, um, let's see. Eric Hayes says, price and power you preach, Egberto Right, well, that is what is caused by supply and demand, right? Yes, sometimes. But in the case of gasoline, it proves that the supply and demand equation is not always correct when you have greedy corporations that have price and power with no one else there to price for them. And that's why you can have no shortage of gasoline, no shortage of diesel, no reduced usage of gasoline or diesel and still have high prices. That's what price and power allows you to do in a perverted market. Low supply, high demand. They're not, there's no low supply. Again, I just stated, have you had any problems finding gasoline or diesel? The answer is no. Isn't that what is supposed to happen? Not, I, I explained, I think it's clear. Okay, Ronnie says, tank corporations offshore jobs because labor is cheaper overseas and they're make, they're, they rather make a dollar than promote America. Of course. AC Rodriguez, exactly. Just-in-time is a cost-cutting measure to not hold inventory. As Tony Montana says, look at you now. 
All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hezegberto, would you want the government to run efficiently or how they are now and in the past inefficient? What is inefficient about the government? Let's, let, let's, let's talk about inefficiency. This is how messed up that mindset is, Eric. The government has real Medicare. Real Medicare, the overhead, meaning to send out data, to pay all its bills, all its computer systems that it runs to keep the millions of people that are in Medicare. You know what percentage of their budget they use? 3%. Maximum. 3% is what Medicare costs to administer. I'm not talking about Medicare Advantage. I'm talking about Medicare. You go to your doctor. The doctor bills Medicare. One pair. Then we go to your ins regular insurance that everybody uses. So let's back up. You want Medicare? You can see any doctor you want. You can use any medicine that you want that a doctor prescribes to you. That's Medicare. There are a few exceptions, but that's Medicare. So Medicare is everything we ask for. Now it's 80-20 because you've got to pay 20%, but you can go buy Medigap to cover your, your 20%. And your drugs and your eye and your teeth, etc. That's efficiency. That's Medicare. Uh, just clean old Medicare. Now, you go ahead and you talk the standard insurance everybody else has. You go in to see your doctor. Your doctor says, what kind of insurance do you have? You say, I have Kaiser. All right, they, run they said, okay, Kaiser. Uh, what kind of Kaiser do you have? They run and they check out Kaiser. Okay, what policy number does he have? Is it the one that covers ABC or XYZ? Or what does it cover? It covers this, but it doesn't cover that. It covers this, it doesn't go. And all of that, that doctor has to hire people for every patient that comes in there having different insurance policies. Having different insurance policies from the same company, you have to have a whole bunch of people working at that government, at that private doctor's office or that hospital to figure out what is covered and what isn't efficiency the government is a hell of a lot more efficient doling out health care than the private sector what drives me crazy is how how democrats are so scared to say the only answer is medicare for all because it makes sense the efficiency is undeniable the efficiency is irrefutable one bill one pair you get the service from the one from the doctor of your choice now you go to regular health care regular insurance they tell you what doctors you can see they tell you what medicines you are allowed to have they tell you what hospitals you can go to and you all talk about canada about waiting and by the way if you need to see a specialist try calling a specialist from your hmo or your ppo or your standard thing oh hello i'd like to make an appointment for a gynecologist okay the next appointment is six weeks away what day are you available uh, in six weeks efficiency you guys have something in your head what drives me crazy is I can present to you the facts. What I just presented to you were absolute facts. And some of you, some of my beautiful Republican and conservatives will still land on saying government is inefficient. 
I mean, not because one says something makes it so. Government is very, very, very efficient at giving out health care. I mean, when it comes to even certain financial services, the profit margin of uh, of the private sector is how much anarchy they can create in something that is simple. That's what it's all about. Let's give another example. Look, just some, something as simple as water. Government gives you potable water that comes through the pipes in your home. Cheap water. But the private sector said, we can do better. We can bottle water for you. We can use the same water that the government filters put a label on it, give it to you, and you are willing to pay for that water more than you pay for gasoline. Don't you see, don't you see what the private sector marketing has done to you? It has made too many. It has made too many people so much less intelligent. So much less intelligent. Again, everything that I just said there, you go, you go to Nestle, Nestle goes ahead and pays a city to use their well. That city uses the same well to, to produce water in the pipes. Nestle filters it again just so that they can say they did something to it and charges you orders of magnitude more than just turning on the faucet and drinking the water. You call the private sector more efficient? It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. The inefficiency in the government sector is generally caused by the private sector. You doubt me? Check out military expenditures. All right, continuing. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Tank's page is blank. Why are we entertaining him? Medicine to the dead, but it's for listeners. Just say he needs to educate. Go read. Stop wasting showtime on him. No, 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 no. B uh, Bridge, again, it does. even if he has a blank page, Bridge, hear me out. I need you to understand this, my sister. You're my sister. That is a message that is not for him. This is a message for us all that are listening and those are on podcasts because that message, he may even be a bot that's putting that out there, but it's a bot that's putting it out all over. And we have to give the shutdown on those bots, not for him or whoever the hell he is, but for the space. I know it's hard. It's for the space. Please trust me here, my beautiful lady. Trust me here. Sorry about the ads on the site. If you copy it, I don't, I mean, the ads on the site really don't bother me at all. Actually, let me tell you something better. Um, I love using capitalism because, you know, well, this side, I'm not making any money from any ads here. But I, I, I love the idea that, uh, you know, you can actually use capitalism to, to get rid of of the evils of capitalism. You know, nothing wrong there. All right, let's see what we got. ACWS, that's a response, it's a response. Eric Hayes says, why is CDC part of the Pfizer company now? Also, what happened to all those trillions spent on things? Where is the accounting for it? Um, again, you, that sentence shows that, you're, that you've been following the left wing, the right wing. Egberto, thanks, page is blank. Why are we entertaining him? We're not entertaining him. Oh, I, I think I answered that one already. All right, uh, let's go to what the subject of the day is. But before we go to the subject of the day, I need to do my ask. I want to ask all my brothers and sisters to support the program. So here we go. Politics done right depends on you 
to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, The Only Re Resort to Right-Wing Doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics Done Right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep... Yes, we depend on you. We depend on you. So please go ahead, get our books, go to our store, get our shirts. Uh, yesterday I had on our, my orange uh, Politics Done Right shirt. We have all kinds of flavors. They're all colors, everything. Please get it and then, you know, take a picture, send it in. And by the way, when we get together in Houston, it would be nice if everybody had a good old, you'd be supporting the program as well, about a, had a good old t-shirt, Politics and Right t-shirt on, and we all take a nice big Politics and Right t-shirt, right? So come on, folks, get your Politics and Right t-shirts, and let's get busy and have that good time. Look, I love you guys for, for supporting what you do, are supporting us already. You guys work miracles. Okay, let's get busy. Um, study shows excess corporate profits in the U.S., have become, have become widespread. So remember Eric and all we're talking about, look at what's happening to toilet paper, look at what's happening to tampons and all of that. Check this out. A new published Tuesday show that U.S. corporate price markups and profits surged to their highest level since nine, the 1950s last year, bolstering arguments for an excess profit tax as a way to rein in sky-high inflation. Authored by Mike Konziak, uh, Konzai, how do you say, Konzai, and Nico Luciani of the Roosevelt Institute, the analysis finds that markups, the difference between the actual cost of a good or service and the selling price were both the highest level on record and the largest one-year increase in 2021. Markups, hey, Bridge MCP, I do trust you learn and I love my PDRP. Thank you so kindly for that super chat. Our wonderful Bridge MCP has provided us once again with a wonderful super chat. Thank you so kindly, my friend. We couldn't do this. We couldn't do this without you. I'm going back to the story right now, but you guys know I am in here alone. And anytime I have somebody who throws uh, something out, I want to make sure 
that we provide, um, that we recognize them. Because again, I respect all of your resources. So let me go ahead and try to cut it real quick. Let me try to cut it real quick. Let me try to cut it real quick. Bear with me one second. Uh, and then I'll go back to the program. I want to get her recognized and I will do so. I always do so. All right. Okay. So as I'm, as I'm saying now, so I mean, it, 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 what this is showing us, right, is that all these thugs are taking advantage of the American people. So while you guys, those of you who do spend time blaming Biden, I'm not a defender of Biden at all. Let me just let you guys know that I'm not a defender of Biden. All right. But also, I am not going to allow, I am not going to allow us to just out of the blue says, oh, everything that goes wrong is Biden's fault. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that at, at Politics Done Right. So what I'm trying to tell you folks is the following. We have yet, we have yet uh, to see that, um, we have yet to see, I lost my train of thought. Can you believe it? I lost my train of thought doing three things at the same time. But I'm going to get, I'll, I'll, I'll recover, I'll recover, I'll recover. Anyway, go, going back to the issue at hand, folks. Uh, Bridge, I'm going to put your thing in a little later because right now I'm having some issues with sending it up uh, while I speak and all that good stuff. So bear with me as I, I'll put that up in a little bit. All right. So as the article continues to say, and I'm going to bring that article back up, um, markups this high means there is room for reversing them with little economic harm and likes, likely societal benefit. To tackle inflation, we need an all-of-the-above ad administrative and legislative approach that includes demand, supply, and market power interventions. I want to make a categorical statement here because this is, this is important for us to understand. When you see what we are looking at here, we are looking at what many of us have spoken about before. Capitalism is a failure. It, there, is no, there is no benign, other benign way of letting us understand that it is a failure. The fact that we can do what we're doing to pricing and that what we are doing to pricing ultimately, and, and, and I want you to listen to this well, Ultimately, what we are doing to pricing hurts people. It takes their monies away permanently. Why would we ever, why would we ever want a system that does that? Which is what's, what's going on. These price increases, there's nothing magical about it at all. This is what's these prices at all. This is what we expect. Because these guys have price and power and they know that because people have a little bit more money in their pockets, they will spend it so they will inflate the dollars to take away your pay increase, to take away your stimulus. Please remember, that is what we are actually looking at right now. All right, let me get that back on the screen. It was kind of fluttering, and I don't understand why, where that flicker is coming from. I think it must have something to do. What is that behind there? Let me back that up and see if there's something behind there that's causing a flicker. 
I don't know what's that flicker about, but uh, later I, I kind of have I, I kind of see what's what's it. We'll figure that out some other time. Okay. So I want you, the, the 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 idea behind this particular article that I have in the blog, and please go ahead to go to politicsandright.com and check out the blog. Read that article. It's at Common Dreams. The second article I want to talk about is expectation about uh, about prosecuting Trump maybe shifting. You know, if you listen to Fox News, Fox News is going to be telling you, nobody's watching this. Nobody cares about what's going on with Trump. You're wasting your time. No, you're not. Here's the answer. Many Republicans and mainstream media commentators have intoned that the House January 6th committee's hearing wouldn't draw ratings or change voters' minds. That was wrong. In fact, the evidence presented thus far has been far more impactful than the, pundito, than the punditocracy predicted. The first hearing shown in prime time generated close to 20 million viewers. The next one, during mid-morning, remember, this is not prime time, mid-morning, attracted 11 million. But even that misses the true impact. The hearings have dominated front pages and figured prominently in network and cable TV news coverage. People are discussing them wildly. On social media, the question is no longer about Donald Trump's role in the attempted coup. There is no doubt his fingerprints are all over it. Instead, the country is avidly debating whether there is sufficient evidence of Trump's corrupt intent to prosecute him for it. My answer to that is, are you blind? Of course there is enough intent to prosecute El Senor, uh, El Senor Trump. One poll from Democratic firm Navigator Research found that the House investigators garnered attention from the public with 63% of respondents saying they have heard a lot or some about the hearings. Even more telling, an increasing number of Americans believe that it is important to uncover the truth behind the attempted coup. Respondents said the hearings were important by 15-point margins, up 5 points from April. That increase is largely driven by independents, 45% of whom now say the investigation is important compared with 26% who say the opposite. It's working. And it doesn't matter how many times uh, they say it is not elsewhere. Nothing is going to change that reality. It is working. It is working. It is working. Uh, next article. Remember, guys, and I, I want you guys about gasoline to listen to this one. This one is very important. This one is so important. Remember, I've been talking about there being an oil glut. Guess who kind of comes is coming around to that and reporting it accurately? The New York Times. Here we go. Title: Asia is buying discounted Russian oil, making up for Europe's cutbacks. Why? Why? Why, why am I getting to this? Because they're making it more prominent. Before, yeah, you could find an article or two about it. But nobody was really laying the ground rules as to how this is really affecting international markets. Now we hear it. A surge in demand from Asia for discounted Russian oil is making up for a the sharply lower number of barrels being sold to Europe, dulling the effects of the West's efforts to punish Moscow over its invasion of Ukraine and keeping revenue flowing to the Kremlin. I want to stop right there. The first paragraph is true, but misses the point. 
their their outcome from Russia selling a bunch of oil still is that oh we're not going to hurt the the Kremlin we're not going to hurt Moscow as we should have hurt Moscow okay that's their first paragraph the first paragraph if you have an item like that that Moscow is still selling a bunch of oil and that these other folks are buying it would be why the hell is the price of gasoline so high in the United States when there's an oil glut? Because if, if the countries that are buying it, India, China, and others are buying Russian oil, there is a glut of oil elsewhere because it's a, it's a world market. So why, or is not, it's why, or ga- why are the gasoline prices so high? That should have been in the first paragraph. That's okay. They're still getting it. Most of the additional oil has gone to two countries, China and India. China's imports of Russian oil rose 28% in May from the previous month, hitting a record high and helping Russia overtake Saudi Arabia as China's largest supplier. And most of the increase went to India, which has gone from taking in almost no Russian oil to bringing in more than 760,000 barrels a day. How long ago were we talking about that again? How long ago? Long time ago. Although South Korea and Japan have cut back on Russian oil, those volumes are a fraction of what is being bought by China and India. Yeah, they're buying oil on the cheap. So there's a lot more oil on the market. So the price of a barrel of oil should be sinking. The manipulation. This is capitalism at its core. They try to tell you free markets. This is not free market. This is manipulated markets. And that's how it works. Asia has saved Russian crude production, said Viktor Katona, an analyst at Kepler. Russia, instead of falling further, is almost close to its pre-pandemic levels. They didn't say it's, it's le- level before, I mean, after the pandemic. They said the pre-pandemic level. Russia is almost there. You know, so, hey. So guess who going to make a lot of money? Russia going to make a lot of money selling their oil, if even at a discount. And all the people making guns for Ukraine to blow up Russia's part of Ukraine going to make a lot of money. Who's going to pay all of that? We do. We are going to pay for the arms that's being shipped to Ukraine. We are going to pay the higher price in gas, in, in gas prices because the oil companies can do it. What's the solution again, folks? What did I say we need to do? Nationalize the oil sector. Nationalize the healthcare sector. That is what we need to do. Although it remains to be seen how much Asia will continue buying the oil as Europe weans itself off of Russian energy, the shift has allowed Moscow to contain to maintain its production level and defy analysts' expectation that its output would All right, Michael says, road and track. Oil companies are raking in record profits in this gas crisis. There is no crisis. The Biden administration is asking refineries to improve capacity and explain any capacity reduction since 2020. But here's the thing, Rudin, that I, I wish more people would ask the question, right? Yes, there's a lot less refining on the market, 750,000 barrels, near 1 million barrels or so a day. But no shortages. And the storage, our storage isn't emptying, you know, the storage of gasoline and all that kind of stuff. 
the totality is not emptying. So it's not like, oh, we're, we're drink, hit, hitting the gasoline reserves. Uh-uh. We're, we're in a steady state, steady flow. It's a ripoff. It's a ripoff. It's a ripoff. I just explained you have to refine gas, folks. I just told you about that, Eric. All right, Tom C. says, Doubt that Trump uh, ever be found guilty of a crime by a U.S. jury. His lawyers would make sure at least one juror was a Trumper who would never find the idol guilty of anything, even murder. I agree with you. Michael Ryan says, The DOJ is hesitant to charge a former president with felonies because it never has been done before. Well, the crimes Trump is obviously guilty of have also never been done before. Right. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Mary Rewood says, Eric Hayes, well, they are our using our trees to make their products. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, replying to AIDS, yes and yes. A lot of people talk a lot of ish. Love you, ma'am. Uh, we're at the end of the show, folks. I, there's one article, the Supreme Court, that I wanted to get to. Um, it's about a New Hampshire case where the court has broken the separation of church and state. Check out that article. It's also in my blog. So please check that out. And check out my stuff at Medium. Please, please, please do. Because like I said, if you subscribe to Medium, you're look, we, we try to find a lot of different ways that you can get a benefit out of supporting politics done right. If you subscribe to Medium, you are supporting, uh, with the link that I'm about to put there, if you subscribe to that link, uh, that to, to Medium through that link, you will be helping support us. Not only us, but you'll be supporting thousands, thousands of other authors as well. And I tell you, I get up in the mornings and I take my phone and I use the Medium app and I read article after article after article just to tell you, man, there are great, great writers out there. And some of you right here that are listening to me right now yourselves, I've read your stuff. I've read Tom C. stuff. Bridge MCP wrote some articles already for Politics Done Right. Uh, uh, who else? I, I, many of you here... Norman have written, Bruce have written. You guys should go ahead, man, and, you know, throw your stuff up at Medium as well. Because, I mean, I read so many good stories, personal stories, world stories, all kinds of stories there. Just, just not being controlled by the New York Times or the, New York, the, the Washington Post or any of that. Medium, go ahead and please sign up again. Let me put my link in there. Go ahead and subscribe to Medium. Five bucks a month, I think, is what it costs if you decided to go to Medium. Um, and again, you're helping a lot of writers what we're doing here. And please support Politics Done Right at this. I'll give the one link. Politics are uh, well, two. Politicsdoneright.com slash support and politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. I always give the PayPal one because it's quick to get to it. And if you're going to uh, support us, please do it like soon as you can. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. My name is Egberto. Welcome, Michael H. Hampu. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out!